Welcome to Podst... No, shit. <laughs> didn't know you started. It's fine, no cut this. What's it called? <laughs> Wait, yeah, welcome to Podstop. <laughs> uh, I hate it when my laugh is, like, significantly higher than it normally is. And it's just... <laughs> well... <laughs> welcome to mouth stuff with nick and nick i'm nick and i'm also nick and we are back with more podcast back at it again nobody asked but we're still at it <laughs> and guess what what sorry <laughs> this is I don't know if that's to be or our audience this is technically our 20th episode is it now see i lost track after the whole um bracket thing well um, slight asterisks because i actually ooh. didn't tell you this uh Uh-oh. but our six listeners know uh last week we had so much fun that it was uh too long of an episode so what i did is i took the uh marvel trivia and i put that as a bonus episode uh so we technically released two episodes last week uh nice. and we we released two episodes for round one of the marvel madness so we've been doing this for 18 weeks uh, right. we have 20 episodes this is episode number 20 wow that's a huge milestone yeah not a lot of pods get that far they don't yeah i mean all the ones i've ever listened to have. <laughs> i mean i just stopped listening to them so i just i just at that point i think they just stopped since <laughs> i stopped so it works right yeah so we are officially done with our marvel madness uh we crowned the best movie uh with an asterisk yeah, what a what a finish. <laughs> yeah, a little anticlimactic. Sorry about that. Um, but at the same time, it makes sense because it was hard to choose between those sense. two. And uh, hey, I was ha- I was just happy I called the uh, the championship. Um, I knew that it would come down to those two. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> and I was just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm a slightly better person than you. The champions of the bracket were the friends we made along the way. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're all the winners. That's why it was a tie. It was a tie of yeah. over 7 billion people. <laughs> a 7 billion way tie. Except for Matt Gates. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Uh, let's jump right into it. What did you watch? What pissed you off? In no particular order, except for start with what did you watch? Oh, um, actually realizing this might actually go hand in hand, because um, I had something else I was going to say. Um, be able to say that for another day. Uh, no, so really haven't had time to get into anything new. Um, so I've just been watching a few episodes of Great British Baking Show or Bake Off, depending where you hail from. Um, and yeah, so I kind of went back to the first season. So I've been watching that. I've been enjoying it. Um, it's uh you know i think it's still a very great show um the but what pissed me so there's something that there was a very controversial moment in one of and um in one of the episodes i, I think it was actually the fourth episode um there there may have been some uh sabotage um that went on with someone's um with someone's bake um and i don't know it was just a really crazy moment and like you know because i weirdly started with the second season and i was like i wonder if like things don't get made or like people don't present their dishes and i'm like oh that doesn't seem to be a thing um doesn't seem like that type of show um there is pressure but they nothing that you see in like uh, um, american cooking shows um but like there was a moment where that basically happened this guy just like threw away his dish and uh, i've seen that yeah you saw it yeah yeah so it was just like um but it was kind of because i mean it maybe wouldn't have fair any better but it was because someone left it out um out of the freezer um so i don't know this i feel like this is huge news when that first aired in um, britain and uh, it was pretty crazy just like um what happened and like for me it just ah, it just really pissed me off at that moment because i actually really liked him uh that contestant uh ian um i know part of people who've watched the show this is like old news but i'm, I'm experiencing it for the first time and uh, it's really affecting me it was like you know, I'm, I'm like used to these moments in other shows, but for this one, it just like was so shocking. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was just um, really wild. Um, and like really uh, got me emotional. It pissed me off. Um, that's that's kind of reminds me of something I've never liked about uh, certain like cooking competitions shows mm-hmm. where specifically, I think it's like chopped. It seems to happen a lot where there's like four 
you know, four chefs competing, but they have like one set of the ingredients in the pantry. So like there'll be four people and like one person will have like the powdered mm. sugar. I don't know. It, I don't know why I went sweet, but like that's an ingredient. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like that's one food. one person will have that ingredient and then like somebody will be like looking around for it and the person like won't say anything. Some, like usually they're good. They're like, here, I got you. But sometimes they'll be like not saying something and then they'll go to like present their dish and they're like, oh, it could have used like this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I couldn't find it in the pantry. It's like because this asshole just had it like on his station the entire time. So I don't know why they don't just have four of all of those things. But hey, you need the drama need the drama like they decided to i'm going to use all this powdered sugar i'm gonna it's it's gonna be great with this whole goose that's in my basket (laughs) i do remember that was a show we watched a lot when we first got to college that's fun i love chopped i haven't actually seen it in a while but yeah i still like that show it's fun how about you i guess i did both questions so i answered both yeah we should have planned this ahead of time because yours went perfectly into our uh food stuff episode that we're talking about today uh, I guess so. but unfortunately i have to go is yours about poo again no no uh i mean i did have to use that pooper scooper again but uh, yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll uh spare the audience from my <laughs> pooper scooper rants um i didn't really watch a whole lot this week i more uh listened to things uh, i listened to a lot of podcasts this week um because I don't know if you are aware of this, but over the last year uh, in quarantine, everybody had nothing to do. So they started making podcasts. Um, So I'm just now like finding out that like people have had podcasts for the last year that like are people I like and I just haven't uh, realized. Like um, celebrities or people you know? Oh, celebrities. Why would regular people just start a podcast? Celebrities you know? (laughs) Who would listen to just two regular people uh maybe yeah, their names you, are nick or something you need to have the fan base first um yeah just what we had so that's why we did it so uh mike Birbiglia started one a while ago he's mm, uh that's right one of the favorite comedians of both of us uh <laughs> both got to meet we share him. him uh you had a very awkward encounter with him which he mentioned on hillary clinton's <laughs> podcast he basically called you out and gave you a shout out on hillary clinton's podcast how does that make you feel you know what? It actually, for me, makes that whole thing better. I basically just gave him material to use. <laughs> I um, could not believe point. I was literally in the kitchen, like do, <laughs> doing dishes or something. And I just stopped what I was doing and almost fell to the floor laughing. And Regan is like, what is happening? And so I tell her the whole backstory. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners out there, we met Mike Birbiglia, uh doing his one man show, uh, the new one. Yeah. And they can't see it. I don't know why I painted I pointed to his autographed picture I did. like thing here. I needed a reminder, so thanks. Yeah. Um, so we met him after his show, uh, and Nick told him uh what was supposed to be a joke, uh that he didn't take as a joke, uh, and it became very awkward. Uh, and he mentioned in Hillary Clinton's podcast. Uh, how people have come up to him after his show and basically said the exact same thing that Nick said. Uh, so that was great to hear. Uh, well, you know, I, okay. I like to think it was specifically you. I, I do think so. I, I hope so. I, I feel like a lot of people would say the same thing, but like it just was verbatim what I said. <laughs> what I the joke it, that I said. It, it really was. Except well, for like, the, te- the he said they come up to him with tears in their eye, and I like to think that when he tells your story to other people, you were crying. <laughs> Like I, was, I just looked hysterical. No, but he, may, I feel like that whole thing was awkward. Maybe I did have a tear in my eyes from the awkwardness, just because like you, you're, you were in front of me. Yours went fine. I was the only person ever. there, only person there that got a handshake. I'd like to just point that out. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, definitely pre-COVID. Uh, um, back <laughs> yeah. when we touched our hands together. Um, weird way to describe that. Um, but no, yeah, that went fine. And then you just kind of, then you left and I had, obviously had a poster in hand i think or he uh, you had to ask for one i had to ask for one and so it was literally it was just me and him staring at each other (laughs) i was like can i get one (laughs) can i have one please um but it's like obviously i i'm here i would i want a signed poster um 
I but maybe like confused him when we were standing together. I don't know. And so that just wasn't a good start. And then I had then I said I said it jokingly, and then I had to repeat it because he didn't hear me because I was so nervous. It was uh, it was not not my um, finer moments. Why do but, we have such awkward encounters when the two of us meet one of my heroes? <laughs> I um. It, it makes for interesting stories because you get stuff like this. Otherwise, it's true. Life would be boring. That's my that's my view. <laughs> Overly optimistic view on this. So yeah, like I said, I've been listening to Mike Birbiglia's podcast, uh, working it out with Mike Birbiglia. Also, um, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, uh, their mm-hmm. Netflix show slash Broadway show. Oh hello, uh, they have a podcast for that, which is. Uh, it's very short it's only like eight episodes and they're only like 20 minutes but it's uh, there are two characters from oh hello doing a a serialized podcast I usually don't like like the serialized investigative podcasts really Uh, it's just I don't get into them as much because I feel like it's the same thing with like those like murder documentaries and stuff where it's like eight hours and then finally at the end they're like we'll never know or it's like actually there was no story this entire time like we've just spent eight hours talking when really like it's there's no mystery at all that's clear what happened um that's fair i have no counterpoints but yeah um i'm sure there's better better examples of those but this one is great so it's a serialized investigative podcast uh with these two characters and if you've seen oh hello you know like the characters are very funny and ridiculous uh but they are doing a podcast about the death of princess diana and um interesting yeah it just it's funny the way that they do it and and their style like because like several of their episodes they don't even like have anything to do with like investigating the death of princess diana and it's just like the characters they have on like they do an entire episode with uh pete davidson and pete davidson is on their podcast about the death of princess diana and he literally like knows nothing about princess diana and they're essentially just like telling him information (laughs) like it's it's kind of making fun of the whole serialized podcasts uh which is it's right up your island as well um what pissed me off this week i don't really think that i have i'm fine i'm doing good this week i'm (laughs) i'm fine I'm half vaxxed, uh, so that's cool. Uh, I got to get the second one before I get my superpowers, apparently, because you're half vaxxing it. Also, my uh, reception has not gotten any better, so I guess that'll happen with the second one. Yeah, to but, you know, connect to five G. Yeah, there's no reason to be pissed off when nice. I'm halfway there. How did it feel? Are you uh, sick? I feel like people have various um, reactions to. No, I I was sore for a couple of days afterwards, but I think that was just uh, completely unrelated. <laughs> just like just general being just, old. You yeah, know. just general like getting up to that age, waking up in the morning. Um, the nurse was right when I got there when she said the thing that's going to hurt the worst for me is when I have to take the bandaid off. Uh, which I felt like she didn't really need to comment on how hairy my. <laughs> on how hairy my arms are but i mean oh no she wasn't wrong so it didn't hurt at all when i got the shot and my arm was a little sore for a while but i'm trying to just let the band-aid fall off naturally so i don't have to deal with it Uh, put some water on it people who aren't i've showered several times (laughs) people who people who aren't hairy will never understand like band-aids like ripping them off like people that aren't hairy are like oh a band-aid hurts to rip off like they have no idea yeah so that's just you know it's hard for us <laughs> me specifically i don't actually know what you've got going on but <laughs> i i mean i have a decent amount of hair in certain places <laughs> no band-aids there though i mean it's not poop but it's not a great transition to food <laughs> so all right, I can repeat my... my uh, so we my have stuff. got another food stuff episode for you guys today. Um, before we get into the actual topic of our food stuff, we're talking a little bit about uh, controversial food debates, uh, some things that people are usually 
uh, very particular in their stance. And we'll talk about uh, where you and I fall on our stances. Uh, but before we get into that, I do have an update from last week. Do you remember uh, how I described uh, my fun little snack that I've stumbled upon? No. Just can guess. <laughs> uh, so uh, if, if you didn't listen last week, uh, I found out that it's quite delicious if you take a frosted mini wheat and dip it in a 40 ounce jar of peanut butter. Specifically 40 ounce. And we talked last week about how we should try other types of frosted mini wheats. So I went uh, the next day to the grocery store and bought all of the different types of frosted mini wheats I could find. And what I found were blueberry, strawberry. Um, they had a new cinnamon bun flavor. Mm-hmm. And I just might need to get that. They had a chocolate one. But it was specifically Paw Patrol's uh, mini frosted wheats, frosted mini wheats. Uh, so they were extra str- uh, small, and they were chocolate. Uh, the chocolate and the strawberry I thought were the best with the peanut butter, which you actually had s- said the strawberry would probably be pretty good. Uh, the only problem with the chocolate was that it was basically like we're saying, talking like half the size of a regular yeah. one, if not smaller. Um, so that was hard to dip into my 40 ounce jar of peanut butter, uh, but the, just, the taste was really good. Yeah. You just got to pour it in and just, you know, stir it around and just and spoon feed that into you. I feel like you were about to say milk again, which is like, you're just trying to make me eat these yeah. like regular cereal. But yeah. No, if there's enough room, you would of course put some milk into that jar as well. Which yeah. I think, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I think frost mini wheats are a cereal that's better without milk like i prefer them dry to like Ooh. in milk i've always preferred them wet really moist just drowned in milk i feel like they get soggy really fast and if you yeah. just like so good especially if you dip them in peanut butter i'm telling people out there if nobody if you didn't listen to last week and immediately drive to the store to get yourself some frosted mini wheats and peanut butter then I don't know why I'm even bothering to continue recording this because wow. it's I'm pushing. It's like, do that. And then when you're finished, have a nice refreshing banana that you've opened primate <laughs> style because those are the two things that I will fight for on this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> so oh, I just, uh, it, it's great to see the passion. Um, passion for me, it's great. This is what passion looks like and sounds like. Open your yeah. eyes and your ears. Wait, open stuff? your mouth. Open, yeah. your, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. God damn it. I know. Uh, so I'm glad we're talking about food stuff. That's one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. So related to that, before we get into our controversial food topics, going off of this frosted mini wheat thing, uh, what are some of your favorite cereals? Because we haven't talked cereals a whole lot on this show. They've been a sponsor once before, uh, and they were a great sponsor. <laughs> Uh, one of our first sponsors, actually, they may have been the first sponsor of the show, Cereal. Um, so what kind of cereals do you like? What are your favorites? Do you have like a go-to cereal? Because I don't think I have a go-to cereal, but I have a few that I really like. Yeah, um, I I just I, I just buy cereal a lot less than I used to. Um, sometimes it just at this point, I'm just like, I just know I'm eating sugar. Um, just because that's what I gravitate towards uh, when I'm buying myself cereal. So um, that's just what I, I loved. Um, but whenever I would buy it, like currently, um, I, I can't go wrong with Frosted Flakes. That's always like, that's just, mm, it's just so good. No, uh, any point of the day, always enjoyed eating that um, for like a midnight snack when I was younger too. It's, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just a combination with that and milk is just fantastic. Um, so I could probably never give that up. Honey Nut Cheerios are also something I go for as well. That's um, a good one. Yeah, but if I'm going like the <clears throat> like really sugary route, um, uh, either like Fruity Pebbles or like the Berry Cap and Crunch. You know, if I'm going more around the kids route, it's, um, I, that's still something I and I enjoy eating now. But it sometimes I eat too much and then my mouth hurts from all the sugar. Oh yeah. Captain Crunch in general is just notorious for just like tearing the shit out of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. It's been a long time since I've had Captain Crunch, but I did really enjoy Captain Crunch. Yeah. 
And there is, um, God, so I'm so glad I looked this up. Okay, so it's, it was discontinued in 2018, but I was obsessed with like waffle crisps when I was younger. Um, and like, I, I guess I was post, um, I forget. Um, but no, I was obsessed with that cereal. It was so good. Um, just tasted like waffles. And like, sure, there's like the Eggo waffle ones, but it just doesn't hit the same way. I don't know. There's just something about the syrupy goodness of waffle crisps. Um, but actually, I just saw a blurb of it. I didn't really read too much into it. It was like right before we were recording this. But apparently, Walmart is uh, trying to bring that back in 2021, which is the current year. Um, so hopefully, uh, I'm going to check out Walmart at some point and see if there's anything there. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, Waffle Chris makes a comeback. And that, that'll probably be my go-to for a while. Since I've been, I've there have been moments where I'm just like, I really just want Waffle Chris. And like, I can't find it. And then that's after I realized it was discontinued. Anyway. I think I always get that one and honeycombs confused. Oh yeah, honeycomb is. Even though I've never, I don't think I've had either of them. Hey, you're not missing much with honeycomb. It's fine. It's fine. I always wonder, like, how it's possible for a brand to come out with a new cereal at this point because the market is completely saturated. I don't know how. Like, I guess they kind of go off the fact that like a lot of households will have multiple different types of cereal. But like, I just don't understand how there can be so many different types of cereal and they still make profit on them. I mean, it's just, it's just two companies. That's fair. And there is something about, um, uh, you know, differentiating your product a lot. That kind of helps. Um, yeah. Especially with all these new flavors and people need to buy out and buy all the different flavors of mini wheats. <laughs> hey, um, I'm, it was good. I mean, granted, I have like, four boxes that still have like seven eighths of the frosted mini meats left in them but. yeah hopefully they don't go too bad um but yeah how about you let's start with your favorites since we're on that subject i don't think that there are any cereals i've ever had that i don't like like okay. i don't i don't eat a ton of cereal anymore but like i've just always had like you know all these different cereals that i like like you've said Frosted Flakes, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, those are like classic good ones. Uh, Captain Crunch is one that I really like. Um, I've always been a good, uh, a good. <laughs> I've always been a big uh, Cookie Crisp fan. Uh, I liked Cookie Crisp. I do good. <laughs> this cereal. I'm a good, I am a good Cookie Crisp. <laughs> True, yeah, Cookie Crisp, uh, that's a good one too. And then like, um, what else is there? I... I tend to like kind of like the chocolatey ones as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as, I know, like I'll eat Cocoa Puffs if they're offered to me, but I prefer Cocoa Pebbles. Mm, I think Cocoa it's something Pebbles. to do with the shape and like how small it is, but like just having like surface area, having that cereal where you then have like a bowl of chocolate milk afterwards is like a, it's a double win. Um, yeah, that definitely, yeah. I feel like that saturates the milk a lot better than Cocoa Puffs do, does. I would say that like Lucky Charms, the marshmallows after a while, I kind of like get done with it. Yeah. And like I've seen ones where there's like Lucky Charms, all marshmallows. And that's not really something that appeals to me. If anything, no. like I would want more of the like cereal in there as well. I think the ratio right now is already too much marshmallow. But that's a hot take. I'll also <laughs> eat like I would eat Raisin Bran if it was offered to me. Like because I mean, it's got two scoops of raisins. Like, where else are you going to find that? <laughs> yeah, so that one will probably be falling within my least favorite cereals if we're going there now. It's just, I'm not a, I'm not a raisin person. Um, I, I'm just, I'm bad when it comes to eating <laughs> raisin bran. Uh, and like Wheaties too, I never really like liked that. Uh, I never really had it, but uh, like recently, but when I was younger, I just don't remember liking it. Um, it just wasn't great but for the most part i do like any type of cereal i just try i just tend to avoid the ones that have any like dried fruits in it i just don't think that is necessary in cereal get that out of my breakfast so what you do you take one of these like more bland ones like a wheaties or something Mm. and you put some fresh fruit in it Hmm. i could do that i mean with like bananas yeah that's go for it (laughs) right now now. we'll pause the podcast pause it (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, no, it's a good point though. Like, I honestly, I would, I, I've enjoyed most of the cereals I've eaten. Honestly, um, also like honey uh, bunches of oats as well. The honey nut clusters. <laughs> I feel like I'm just repeating their commercial. Honey bunches of oats is another one of those ones where it's like they've just got. They could have an entire like shelf at a grocery mm. store of just like their entire yeah. selection, all the varieties in cereal. I think cereal is the place where we have the most variety. That's in in food, there's like. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking one other uh, cereal that I'm not as fond of is mm. just like regular Rice Krispies. It's not my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, I wouldn't. What they wouldn't do have it. that came out like when we were kids that was like the best, uh, they had Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Ah, there it is. Yeah. That, that was, I remember being Hoping a kid and there was only a certain like Walmart that sold it. So we would like go to that Walmart specifically to buy that cereal because that cereal was awesome. I think they wow. still have it. But like, I, I haven't seen it though. I'm, I've been looking it's, at it. It's like a purple box, right? I was remember being like a purple. It, yeah, it was um, like they took the Rice Krispie cereal so and they good. like added, I don't think that they actually added marshmallow, but it's like they made like clusters in the cereal. And if you got like a big cluster in, in the milk and it was like extra sweet, it was really good. And it still yeah. snapped, crackled, and popped, but it just yeah. also was even better. Yeah, that's so true. I'm so glad you brought that up. I forgot about that one. That's so good. So you said you like like tend to go towards more chocolate ones. Um, have you ever had like the craze cereal with like chocolate on the inside? You know, I haven't. No, that's not I bad. feel like that came out too late in the game for me. I was <laughs> I was too old to be like trying new cereals. You were tired. If I was gonna try new cereals, it was gonna be more of like the adult ones that are like have some sort of wheat in them or something. Yeah. yeah. I see myself like uh, uh, begrudgingly going over to the Kashi part, and it's like, okay, I guess I have to buy this now. I mean, I I don't have money for Kashi. I don't have Kashi money, but it's Kashi money. <laughs> that, only Ka- that Kashi cash. Kashi cash. It's so ca- catchy. Um, also, like that's the same reason I've never tried like the Oreo cereal. Uh, I just oh, it, I feel like it came out too late for me to be trying new stuff. True. There are points where it's like, wow, that's just so obscene. Like, I'm just not going to ever try that. Just, <laughs> it's just, just buying it. It's just, I, I can't do that to my body anymore. With with a new cereal, I'll still eat my Capri. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll still buy Capri. Yeah, Captain Crunch berries. My my body has had 27 years of Captain Crunch. It knows it what could, to do with it. It could process it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when I started eating Captain Crunch, but I decided to go with. <laughs> one and no wait shit how old am i it old doesn't matter one. it doesn't matter do you need to, I need to remind you how old you are i'll ask reagan later it's fine yeah she, she might know any other uh cereal talk i feel like we could devote a whole podcast to cereal talk have you ever had cereal with chocolate milk like you poured chocolate milk into the cereal uh no, but I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm surprised that hasn't been a thing I've done yet with you. Um, just with our chocolate milk and pudding. Chocolate oh, that was the best pudding I've ever had when we <laughs> made chocolate really pudding with chocolate milk. And then we put really the chocolate good. with cream on it. That's true. Oh, that was so good. Uh, how are we still alive? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I... we could be very old and dying. <laughs> Who knows? Only Reagan. <laughs> that's true she's gonna i guess let me know when it's time (laughs) (laughs) it's time all right before we jump into our controversial food topic segment uh we're gonna take a minute to hear from our sponsors this episode of mouth stuff is brought to you by bathroom spray do you want to try and cover up your bathroom poop smell but not actually cover it up and just add a second smell Bathroom poop spray is there for you. Do you remember that time at the Poconos uh, with the powder fresh? Uh, to this day, I still cannot smell a powder fresh bathroom spray. Because um, nope. PTSD from that. Yeah. It's so it gross though. A lot of the sprays, the, uh, the scent is not a compliment to the scent because, I mean, let's be honest, it's a negative scent. Uh, and then a positive scent and they don't ever 
it doesn't work together. Maybe they should yeah. do like a line of like also not very good smelling things, but like slightly better, and maybe that would work. Yeah, lesser two evils kind of thing. Yeah, because we were doing a lot of uh, scent thing <laughs> then, making a lot of sense that that we. It, it was aromatic in, <laughs> in those restrooms. It was artisanal and aromatic. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so yeah, bathroom sprays. Go out and uh, buy yourself some. This episode of Mouth Stuff is also brought to you by, ready? I'm going to get it right this time. Listeners like you. I had to bring it back because I botched it last week. (laughs) You did good. All right, we are back. So we've got some, I keep saying controversial food topics, but I'm like building it up way more. Like we're probably going to agree on a lot of these, but like I could see how other people have other things that they have to say about it. And by the way, I found these from like a website that said like food debate topics. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And these are debates I've had with people, but we're just too compatible. So um. we, when you hear food debates, a lot of people go to like the definition route on things. And I just don't like those type of conversations too much where it's like, you know, is macaroni and cheese a soup? Like that's, mm-hmm. Which I don't think that's a real example. I hope no one would ever actually say that macaroni and cheese is a soup, but we're not going to get into those debates. Yeah, good point. Just Also, I just don't like how a lot of times food can be too prescriptive when it comes to those and just like, well, let's let food be food. And also, I think the whole thing, like, is everything a sandwich? It's just kind of like taking on a whole, like, meme kind of culture thing and just just got kind of silly. Um, I, it's just kind of ridiculous. There's no discourse there. So these are all actual foods. Uh, we're not debating whether or not it's a food. And you can uh, put them in your mouth. You can do mouth stuff or food stuff with them. Mouth stuff, yeah. Um, and so we're just going to discuss some of the specific ways people like to eat things or what is the best uh, aspect of them or you know what's the best variety. Uh, so we'll jump into the first one uh, with hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> Could you imagine if like that's the only way to pronounce that just be like oh we're going to the ballpark let's get some hot dogs hot dogs <laughs> i'm saying from now on like that we're gonna go to a one dollar hot dog night did we go to one of those together or did we yeah we did go to a dollar dog night together right yeah yeah i think so um i've been to a couple I, shit's lit yeah i that's the thing i'm gonna miss most about not eating uh, the things that are in hot dogs anymore is because I actually and this I mean will transition into uh, what we're going to talk about but I really enjoyed those dollar dogs uh, and I would eat them just plain there yeah. like that's not my and the question we're going to uh, ask is what do you put on your hot dog because that's a controversial thing that uh, depending especially on where you live and now that you're in Chicago uh, okay. that's a, a hot topic there Mm-hmm. Um, but those ones that we used to get at the ballpark, um, I would just eat those suckers plain. And the ones we had uh, at high school, uh, I was going to say the high school one for yeah. lunch. Uh, yeah. I would eat those suckers plain as well. Uh, but if we are, suckers. if we're putting things on our hot dog, um, I know I I've actually taken shit from people uh, for this before in my life. Uh, don't take their shit most specifically people from like in the midwest i guess said it but also like when i was a kid it wasn't a thing i guess older generations never did it but i do put ketchup on my hot dog uh i also like relish on my hot dog Mm. so i usually do ketchup and relish um if i'm feeling crazy i'll put barbecue sauce on it wow uh that's literally my answer so usually my (laughs) go-to is ketchup um, I'm actually not a huge mustard person when it comes to. I'm not dogs. a huge mustard person ever. In general, like yellow mustard. Yeah. Um, other mustard, I think, is acceptable. But when it comes to I, yellow mustard and hot dogs, it's... I like red mustard. <laughs> is that thing? I just catch up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the. Um, yeah, no, yeah. So usually my go to is ketchup. Um, and yes, yeah. Even sometimes I would also do like 
when I was feeling particularly ornery, I would do like barbecue sauce, but also like some, uh, and also put relish on that too. Only when I have like relish around, it's not like a, I, I go for it. Sometimes there's just too much wet on my dog that I don't want. Um, relish is uh, particularly difficult sometimes. Uh, yeah, when, especially like, if you have like the squeeze bottle, it's yeah. like, you're going to get no relish or you're going to get all the relish <laughs> and there is no in between. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious though on this subject. Um, how i don't know because i feel like there's people there's a lot of discourse around like how you prepare a hot dog oh you know and like and i'm just kind of like beginning to open my eyes up to that i'm like wow like however i've done it and how we've done it growing up was always like just boiling it boiling it in water but then it's like wow why haven't i just like it's my access to a grill of course why, why didn't i just like throw it in a pan just like pan sear it somehow i don't know just like why did I just do that? And you get like a nice, um, kind of a nicer, um, uh, like not crust, but a casing around it. Um, uh, you know, it's not just like this floppy, um, um, boiled hot dog. Uh, I don't know. So it's just kind of bald wieners. Bald, <laughs> hot dog. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, but I think I might just kind of just start doing that into into a pan. I don't know. It, My my thought with hot dogs uh is listen you're not eating this to have some sort of uh delicacy or anything like that it's a hot dog it's made of spare parts uh cook that sucker in the microwave that's that's perfectly valid too i would actually put that over like boiling it in (laughs) boiling in water just having it say it in its own like weird juices i don't know i've i've really only ever had them microwaved Mm -hmm. or uh if we're on a like grilling things on a grill but i think that is the easiest way to burn the shit out of a hot dog (laughs) because so many times so so many times i've been somewhere uh with at a barbecue which if while we're on the topic uh it's not a barbecue if there's no barbecue uh you're you're having Mm. a cookout uh or you know a grill a grill out netflix and grill i don't care what you call it but it's not a barbecue if you're not barbecuing, in my opinion. I knew we were um, going to get into definitions when it came to food. But. <laughs> that's the one thing I will fight definitions mm. on. Uh, so there's been many a time where I've been at uh, cookouts and it's like hamburgers and hot dogs. And like, first of all, if you put the hot dogs on at the same time, you put the burgers on, you've made a, a, a grave mistake. Grave <laughs> um, What if you So don't? yeah, that's the thing with grilled hot dogs is that like, they're going to be burnt most of the time. You know what? Honestly, though, I that's my like, if I had a preferred way to eat it, it would be grilled. And honestly, for me, there's no any range of burntness is perfect on a hot dog. It could be um, black and like charcoal. I would still eat it and enjoy it. Honestly, it's just so much flavor. I like it. To me, so, that's controversial. So has anyone in Chicago seen you put ketchup on a hot dog? So there are a lot of people just watching me prepare food. Um, and so no, no, um, that's to say no. Uh, they haven't seen that, um, thankfully. Because also, I, I haven't like, I could go to like, uh, there's like a Nathan's around here and it's like Chicago style. I haven't been to it. Like that's the closest thing that would be near me, hot dog related. Um, I haven't done that yet. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous <laughs> that I would be called out for like getting certain things on it. <laughs> I have heard that Chicago takes yeah. their hot dogs very seriously and like ketchup is like the biggest uh, faux pas. Ooh, fancy word. Yeah. We're, I mean, it's a fancy podcast. We're talking about boiling our hot dogs here. So. <laughs> yeah. So nothing like, nothing like that yet. Um, but, uh, uh, but that has um, prevented me from seeking out some of Nathan's hot dogs. So speaking of what you put on a hot dog and condiments and whatnot, do you have a go-to condiment that's like, if it's around, I'm going to put it on whatever I'm eating? Yeah. Um, yeah you just know like what, specific. I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to put it on my ice cream and my, I can't think of another food that you shouldn't really put a condiment on. <laughs> uh, mini wheats. Uh, um, yeah, no. So it's funny you bring that up because... Um, Gosh, because I was thinking about this when I saw this. Uh, so growing up, 
if there is i got into this weird phase and thankfully i got out of it but there's a phase where i would literally put ketchup on everything um so mainly started out where it's like oh gross i don't like this one food what can i possibly put on it and i just like put ketchup on it uh and it works so like anything from like broccoli to like even mac and cheese i would put ketchup on it um oh yeah mac and cheese and ketchup works i i don't don't know about broccoli that makes sense yeah like anything like everything um i guess a lot of things were like casserole based and like cheese based so i guess it made sense uh it wasn't like totally outrageous um and like chicken based um like i would literally put ketchup on any every every single meal um fish uh anything that kind of came onto my plate i'm just kind of I just wait hold on ketchup on your fish like just like regular fish or is it like fish sticks it was like uh yeah like fried fish not okay all right we weren't that fancy growing up so we didn't have like (laughs) we had a nice chilean sea bass and i just put fish up although i probably would have put it on there honestly at that age um yeah no we didn't really have that for dinner all the time um we never really had the fresh fish fillets um but yeah no like literally on everything um and then somehow it just went away so, yeah. so you don't have a condiment anymore or it's just <laughs> i have none um oh. although honestly though uh those yeah i don't know so i guess i mean ketchup is always a staple i guess for, for me to have just because i would use it for everything anything um also barbecue sauce um that's up there too maybe even supersedes ketchup really although recently though um uh that uh mambo sauce you got me from dc it's just like a good all-around sauce for for me for anything um because it's like it's kind of a mix it's like a tanginess of of like the well i guess what ketchup you would be used to and then the, i still have kind of like a barbecue sauce kind of flavor sort of consistent like a sweet barbecue sauce but it's like it's really it's like in a category of its own and like i use it for anything it's also good for like fries um it's just good all around chicken burgers i don't know it's good to use. So I've been like obsessed with that. But uh, I, I am barbecue sauce all the way. I yeah, put barbecue yeah, I sauce on anything that could put possibly that on be everything. put on. Um, <laughs> specifically, the one and only type of barbecue sauce, in my opinion, uh, Sweet Baby Ray's. Um, yeah, that's the only one I buy, honestly. The only one I buy, uh, you know, I could buy various flavors because they have a few different flavors that yeah. I like. Well, besides um, your own too. No? Well, yeah, I've made my own barbecue sauce a couple of times. And what I've found is I've made a lesser version of Sweet Baby Ray's. So I've just stopped making my own barbecue sauce in general. So like the other day we actually smoked a chicken and like we just, I didn't bother to make my own. I don't make my own barbecue sauce anymore because why make my own when we've got Sweet Baby Ray's? That, should be, both? that should be their new slogan. <laughs> Not a sponsor. We already heard from our sponsors. Maybe next week. We'll see. All right. Speaking of sauces, we are talking chicken wings. Chicken wings. So great with sauces. Also, isn't it like so great how like wings spelled differently? It like spelled incorrectly is a thing. Like W, what is it? W Y N G Z or something like that maybe i've seen stuff like that because that's like it's not actually the right meat but like legally they can call it wings if they don't spell uh, it right yeah uh, that's, that's why they it. have disease america's there. such a great and awful place at the same time it's fantastic a lot of innovation when it comes to tricking consumers uh first question boneless wings or bone-in wings uh quick clarifier um just because pizza was weird with this clarification so it's bone-in wings or breaded like traditional rings but then are you saying traditional as in just normal wings, bone, but like no breading? Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I don't know. We don't can know throw a other. third type in there, like the traditional wings, the breaded bone wings, or the yeah. boneless wings. Kind of makes it rough, though. But I guess the main distinction here is bone or no yeah. bone. Yeah, do you want a bone with your wing or do you <laughs> not? And then you know, if you say bone, you can specify breaded or not. <laughs> So I gotta, I'll admit though, like I have no issue with the bone. Um, give me the bone any day. <laughs> um, but I always find myself, whenever I am in a position um, to, you know, buying wings, in this case, every single day. Um, <laughs> living on your own. Um, 
it's like I, don't know, I just always spring for boneless i don't know why i think it's also i mean the wingstop near me is also cheaper so that's why i go with it um but you know i always do like a good um traditional or bone-in wing um they're just fun to eat that way um if i think if i order like if i'm at a sit-down place i uh, like a bar i i think i normally do go for like traditional bone-in but i don't know lately i just always been buying boneless but um I don't know, maybe this is getting into definitional things. I know you have some thoughts on whether boneless are even considered chicken wings. Oh, shit. Like... Did I talk to you about that? Oh, tons of times. <laughs> oh, because I remember having this conversation, like what seemed like like last week, but it could have been when you were here and we could have had this conversation. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I know I started this podcast by saying we're not getting to definitions and this is my second definition so far. <laughs> uh, oh, I yes. brought it up too. Um, to I me... Think... Boneless wings are not wings. Yeah. Uh, wings need to have some kind of bone in them. Boneless wings are great, uh, but to me, they are just sauced popcorn chicken. Uh, and there's a place for that. I love popcorn chicken as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you're getting wings, you're getting bones, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 So like, I, I do kind of, you know, I, I know I said I'm not like as prescriptive when it comes to these things, but I do kind of agree with that. You know, like when I get a bone, like, when it's get a boneless wing i'm not like thinking it's a wing i'm like okay i'm gonna get like this tiny like a piece of a chicken tender or something or like, like yeah big popcorn chicken that's like just drenched in sauce and i just dip it easily um and then yeah then i just for me wings are just a totally different thing honestly like right now so there's been like two places that are fantastic for wings in my opinion so far they're the best wings i've had in my life um the first was uh, well the first one was lorenzo's i don't know if that's still a thing in westchester fantastic wings um great um just normal traditional bone in wings um i don't know what they did uh the, but the, the the way they fry them and the oil they used oh, they were so good um and then uh ones in um dc uh from uh, tonic those are also really good that are drenched i prefer it with mambo sauce but those are my favorite so i do so if i do think of wings i think of those I don't consider boneless wings. Do you I have still a, go for them. Do you have a preference when it comes to the specific wing that you like most? Because I know there's apparently a debate between like uh, the flats or the, what's the other one? The Drumstick. Drumstick, yeah. Um, I, I personally don't have a preference. I think they're both good and I think they both have their merits. <laughs> uh, that's a fair uh, analysis of that. I agree with that. I think I do tend to like the the, the flats I, don't know, I guess uh just because uh, they're they seem fun to eat and then a lot of times i just have trouble with the drumstick because uh, sometimes i'm like oh is this the piece of bone and i like bite into it I'm like oh that, that is but you feel like um, a giant when you eat them yeah yeah and then, like they they usually have like the the most meat and you know um, yeah so again they all have their merits uh, so I, don't I, know, I like to be able to have both of them because then you get like yeah. You know, you get to have That's both all, yeah. of those experiences together. They alternate, yeah. All right. The big question now, which wasn't actually on this list, but I wanted to throw it in there. Mm. Blue cheese or ranch? Ooh. Um, that's a great question. I always spring for blue cheese. I just love blue cheese. I'm a blue cheese guy. Although, I it's think it's not it also- extra. Why are you saying, like, you spring for it? Like, it's going to cost more. <laughs> Well, because then I buy a lot more. I just need my blue cheese. No, I um whenever whenever I get the option, I always go towards blue cheese. Um, for me, I just think it's just a superior um dipping sauce. Although sometimes I do believe it depends on the flavor. Uh, there are sometimes where there might be um a flavor that I think would just be better with ranch. Um, but for the most part, I always choose blue cheese for me. Oh yes, I did skip over that. Uh. That was a subtle way to tell me that I skipped over a section. Um, oh, is, I didn't even realize. It was is, so subtle, I missed it. Is buffalo the best sauce slash only sauce? Or what other sauces do you put on your wings? Uh, I don't think it's the, the... I think it's a very traditional sauce, um, obviously. And I, I enjoy it. Um, but I always think I, I, I go for like a honey barbecue, if that's ever an option. I think if it's like the, if they're the traditional wings, I do just go for buffalo. Um, but then if they're like breaded or like boneless, I always go for something more um, a, a bit different, something maybe sweeter. 
um, like honey barbecue or um, like a mango habanero. It's always good. Um, those, those, those types of crazy sauces you can get with wings. Um, but yeah, I don't really have like a strong opinion, but I think if I do go with like the bone wings, yeah, Buffalo is for sure for me the best. I always, I feel like it's so infrequently that I have it that every time I have Buffalo, I'm like, Oh, this is such like the classic way to do it. Mm -hmm. But I always prefer like, especially if I make it like myself, like I used to be able to with some of the places I worked, but like you combine the barbecue and the hot together. So you get like the spicy barbecue. Mm. Uh, I think that's, that's a good too. That's a great way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Just a diplomatic answer there. Um, all right, moving you, on though? from well, no, uh, I need to know how you think about well, what do you think about blue cheese or ranch? I or neither. It's one of those things where like I kind of like both of them. It's kind of more like if I'm sharing the wings, I'll like dick I'll let the other person decide. Like I'm not gonna be too pushy on it. I do think, and I don't know if this is um, you know, controversial or not, but I think. When you get the celery that comes with it, I think the celery actually goes better with the blue cheese than it does with the ranch. Hmm. I don't uh, eat it, but I could see that. <laughs> I always give I love, it. It's you great. gotta eat the celery. The celery goes great with it. I have no idea why it's there, but like it's perfect with the, that's usually actually what I use the dipping sauce for. I don't usually use the dipping sauce with my wings. That's probably why I don't really care what comes with it. Uh, I only use it to eat the celery that comes with it, but I enjoy having the celery with it. And I enjoy when other people eat it for me. That's why we make a good team. That's true. <laughs> All right. Transitioning from our wings uh, to apparently another hot topic. Oh, yeah, we're really getting controversial. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, it's interesting because the article said this about, you know, people are set in their ways. I do have a specific yeah. way that I make my... Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and i don't think it makes any sense to make it any other way interesting um so in my humble opinion um i'm ready peanut butter and jelly uh, is exactly that it's peanut butter and jelly that gets combined at the end uh so in my opinion peanut butter goes on one piece of bread jelly goes on the other they meet at the end you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich no really really yeah so i guess i don't know this is how it was um when i was raised um i don't know i i just kind of grew to like it I, I like so for me the right way to do it um i have i just really can't eat it if it's done your way uh, but for me my preferred method is peanut butter on both pieces of bread and then jelly in the middle wow See, for me it's just it's just a nice little cocoon for the jelly to reside in and i probably put a bit more too a bit too much jelly in compared to most people but i just love the amount of peanut butter and it's just like it's just so good and you get like the squirts of jelly that haven't soaked into the bread um i think so wait which which piece of bread do you put the jelly on does it matter oh well usually the one like on the bottom i don't know like when i'm put peanut butter peanut butter and i just choose uh, one and just put it on top you don't put it on both though no no no. so i just okay. put it on one and then put it on yeah no i don't like raise it up and <laughs> smush it above my head but <laughs> i don't know what it is but i just have always like i've never wanted to spread my jelly onto my peanut butter because i felt like mm -hmm. it was too messy yeah see for me especially if i have like the squeezable ones uh i just like i just let it go it's just like yep put it on and then it's like then you have like pockets of jelly which I, i'm weird i like um i'm very liberal when it comes to the amounts i put on not like i hate when peanut butter and jelly is just like a thin layer of peanut butter and a thin layer of jelly and it's just all bread i hate that the squeezable actually brings up a good point because i was actually only thinking spreadable uh squeezable i think i do actually do the opposite i think i put it right on the peanut butter mm, interesting so i guess it depends on the vehicle that i'm using for my jelly i mean yeah i'm interested why that's the case i don't know just subconsciously uh all right so we're talking peanut butter and jelly what type of jelly uh for me it's always grape always grape um other jellies are valid i just always prefer a grape um and usually uh is it mine? Mulches, i guess i don't know um just whatever's easiest 
I always, as a kid, wanted grape, but we always had strawberry around. So, like, oh, it was yeah. always strawberry. You do seem like a strawberry type of person. Well, that's just, I, want, I wanted grape, and I'm like, grape's better, but, like, strawberry was always there. So, I feel like I just kind of, like, grew up on strawberry, and now, like, if I have to choose, I choose strawberry. So, it's like. Really? Wow. It's nurture over nature. <laughs> sure. Also, oh, even now, like, you would go with strawberry. Yeah, even as an adult wow. who could make his own decisions, I would pick strawberry. Huh. I, yeah, wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know that about you. And it's, um, I don't know, it's making me think. <laughs> we shouldn't have talked about these controversial issues. Really getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. There's only, I mean, I guess we could talk breads, but we're not talking breads. There's only one more question, uh, in my opinion, when it comes to peanut butter and jelly. We talked jelly we talked how to make it what type of peanut butter are you putting on you don't need to go brand if you're i'm not brand specific um, oh yeah same what way. what's your texture texture so it, I don't know, it honestly depends on my mood there's sometimes where i i do prefer crunchy and sometimes even super chunky um but sometimes i'm just like sometimes it's too thick and then then after a while i get tired of it and like i just think then i get to the smooth but i think for the most part i always just um get the smooth although you know i do maybe i had to go chunky because i just really like it especially with like um other things like apples it just adds a whole another like element to it with the texture of the peanuts um so maybe i gotta go chunky i don't know or try a crunchy whatever you want to call it um but i was just i guess i always found myself fine smooth for some reason maybe because the chunk the crunchy is more expensive i don't know well now you have me self-conscious about what it's called because you've said crunchy and chunky so i don't know oh well i'm thinking of how like, you want, i don't know what to call it no i'm just i guess i'm thinking of just how uh, skippy has it because they say chunky i just remember that i definitely i would say like high school and college went through a crunchy phase mm-hmm. and it was like, we all do right <laughs> it's it's that time's about experimenting so you went for like I would go for some like crunchy peanut butter, but now I tend to just get smooth uh, in my old age. It's easier for my gums. <laughs> no, um, I just have it around because I feel like, you know, it spreads easier. So it's easier just like things. more convenient to have. It's more universal. Like yeah, recipes also- don't often call for a chunky peanut butter. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I also just thought about the recipes too that would call for peanut butter. Yeah, good point. Now I know this was specifically about the sandwich, but I just mean like I tend to only keep one type. Well, As we all know, I have a 40 ounce jar of peanut butter <laughs> at the house. So it's just easier to have one type of peanut butter. Well, yeah, no, because I was thinking about that too, like other uses, um, just because I was thinking about apples and other things I would use it for. Um, but yeah, no, you make a good point. I recently rediscovered apples and peanut butter because I always like, go to like celery or carrots with peanut butter. True. Apples and peanut butter is quite delicious. It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. Just like I had to go back to like being a small toddler for a minute right. to remember <laughs> what things could go with what. But Speaking of peanut butter uh, and pizza, uh, which we weren't speaking of until now, but I'm tying them together because when I was an elementary school aged child, uh, I used to put peanut butter on my pizza. That's fucking weird. That's weirder than putting ketchup on my pizza. In hindsight, it probably is weird now, but it worked for me as a child. And like, like that's... A, like a cheese pizza? Where would like you a, put it? It was like, it would be at the like school lunch for whatever reason. And I'm wondering if, you know, somebody back in the cafeteria like had the same brain I did. But every time we'd have pizza for lunch, they'd always have peanut butter and like, carrots as a side and so i would take the peanut butter and i would put it on the pizza and i'd eat it god that's probably why i was so fucking out of shape I was gonna, did, did people also like sit with you and like talk to you <laughs> during that time <laughs> at lunch you sit by yourself <laughs> yeah it was steven glansberg eating over by himself <laughs> uh yeah so that's just how i can transition now to our final uh debate which is quite the debate uh in uh the culinary world uh and that debate is pineapple on pizza question mark now i actually think i know where you stand on this but you can 
uh, speak for yourself. Uh, yes. The <laughs> thanks for giving me a voice. Um, yeah, no, for me, yeah, it's pineapple is a valid is a valid pizza topping. It's so good. Um, I forget the first time I had it, but it just opened my eyes. Uh, of course, I had only traditional, um, you know, I guess what you can would call a Hawaiian, you know, with the, the ham and the pineapple, and just uh, just so good. Just the um, I don't know, the sweetness with the pineapple and the saltiness of the ham. Just I think works really well. A great compliment. And I am not a pineapple person. I will not eat pineapple in any other form um, outside of it on a pizza. So I mean, as much as I like don't really like like it outside it's i think it's really telling how much i like it on a pizza um especially if it's like a pretzel pretzel crust it's quite good um yeah so it's for me top tier um pizza topping and people should appreciate it more i don't know if i've said this on our podcast before but i've said it and i'll say it again and you know if i get quoted for this this would be a perfect thing to get quoted for Pineapple on pizza is the culinary equivalent of Nickelback. You think I'm going to go in one direction with this, but I'm not. It's also banned. Yes. Uh, In that, it is actually wildly successful, uh, but also quite hated. But actually, and this is where I'm going to try and back. Uh, pedal a little bit because i like pineapple on pizza more than i like nickelback Uh, oh okay but i have i have appreciated both uh i have you didn't go with me though but i have been to a nickelback concert i think that has come up before on the pod um but yeah i think that both are underappreciated we should say uh and hated more so than they deserve uh so yeah pineapple on pizza is good i actually had it today um that was part of what made me think of this and uh i actually prefer it just by itself not, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially now since That's I, don't, also well. I don't eat ham uh but even when i did i was thought it would be better uh without yeah i'm glad we feel the same way about this yeah that's uh i mean it's not my go-to but it's one that is quite good and it's like you know honestly if i'm eating a regular pizza uh, especially since i can't have my go-to anymore because my go-to used to be uh, like sausage and onions would mm-hmm. be my favorite pizza um but i don't eat that anymore so if i'm eating a traditional like pizza with like a red sauce on it i will eat a pineapple pizza if i'm building my own pizza which is what i usually do when i order pizza uh, it's barbecue sauce regular cheese chicken and onions that's mm. a barbecue chicken pizza i think is the best type of pizza I know there are people who like true like pizza, like people who like, you know, run a pizza place in New York might say like, you know, the only type, the only type of pizza is like has a traditional sauce. Uh, I just don't buy that. I think pizza is whatever you want it to be as long as it's a pizza. (laughs) Yeah. There's a good, ugly, delicious um, episode on pizza and it's quite good. Um, And they talk about, I mean, they go to great places in New York. They talk about Italy. Um, I, I think I saw that. And there was yeah, a guy. And then, there was a guy, and they specifically brought up barbecue chicken pizza. I think, and he said it was not a pizza. Yeah, yeah. But then they also like give some credit to Domino's too. Like, uh, like, yeah, pizza's valid. Um, it's a great episode. And the only episode I watched of that show, which it's I need to be better at. But you know, it's a good point. Like for me, I don't think my go-to is pineapple um although i love i really do like it so much i don't know why i don't, I don't buy it. i don't get it too often i might need to change that um but what i got into the at least with dominoes by good habit of doing oh but i think also this kind of stemmed from growing up because we'd always get on our pizzas um but always like green pepper and onion i think is um quite good in that combination just you know and maybe add like uh you know if i'm again feeling ornery uh, maybe um some sausage on that maybe some pepperoni uh, pepperoni and um green pepper is also quite good you'd spring um, for the pepperoni bring for it yeah. <laughs> i mean it's extra extra that <laughs> one is the only time it, it would make sense that we've talked um but yeah i know then uh but lately i found myself but especially at domino's i guess it depends on the place you're talking about that has its toppings but like their roasted red peppers are quite good 
So I get that with onions sometimes. That with uh, Italian sausage is quite good. Um, and then uh, if I'm feeling naughty, I will also get some uh, barbecue sauce on mine. Um, and then uh, they say Philly steak, but uh, you know, just like chopped steak on it with some onions. And it's just like, I don't know, like a barbecue steak, flatbread pizza. It's quite good. Um, that's what I might go to if I want pizza. If they were to advertise that as a Philly cheesesteak, it would be more accurate than some descriptions of Philly cheesesteaks so we've seen together. If it was an actual pizza, but all it had on it was like meat and onions, it would still be more accurate. And barbecue do you, sauce. Do you remember the place that we saw the menu and it was like Philly cheesesteak and then it was like Southwest sauce? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Southwest oh, of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what is that? They're like, oh, yeah, you could call it Southwest sauce if, like, you're from Boston and you think Philly is Southwest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess so. That made no sense. Ugh. Again, like, for me, food is all food is valid, I guess. But, like, what do you attribute it to a region? And, like, you take none of the ingredients to heart whatsoever. <laughs> then it's like, what are you doing? That's not what you're saying. Just call it like a steak sandwich with Southwest sauce. That's what it is. Yeah, that's like, it's a Maryland crab cake, but it's like, doesn't have Old Bay in it. It's got like salsa. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Southwest of (laughs) Boston. South of their border. Uh, is there anything that you won't eat on pizza? I've, I'll be honest, I've never actually had anchovies. Same here. You know, it's always like people always have an aversion to that. And I guess me too, but that's just because it sounds awful. And I just, won't, just don't do it. Like, I guess I can't say that for sure. I just can't say that since I've never had it, right? Yeah, I'm, I've had mango on pizza before. Oh, uh, interesting. There's actually a place where um, when we were on our honeymoon, there was a place in Maine that had tortellini on a pizza, which was really good. Mm. I do like unconventional stuff like that. I think I'll try anything on a pizza once. Yeah, just like, you know, I would like to try every drug once, you know, just to see what it's (laughs) like. Um, Side note. Uh, Yeah, um, I think that's fine. The only thing I really tend not to like or like black olives i think are gross sometimes if they find their way on a supreme pizza that's I'll what be, i was gonna say yeah i'll be i'll like get through it especially like if there's not much on it but like if you have like the black olives and i've worked at pizza there are people that put black olives like as their only topping and like extra i'm like this is gross they smell terrible and i just can't imagine what that flavor is like i just ugh. i mean i've tasted it before but it's just like i don't like it i don't like that flavor at all so that's one thing I really don't want. All right. Um, I, I will leave us with this note. Uh, cold pizza is better than regular pizza. Ooh. I say it's valid, but I still like hot pizza. I, they're both good, but cold pizza is better. <sighs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been Nick. And I will always be Nick. I... Sometimes I'll like get pizza and I'll like immediately put it away in the fridge so that I can.